This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better. Because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to My Curl Speak with Key listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash MyCurlSpeak. That's BetterHelp.com slash MyCurlSpeak. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You can do anything you put your mind to. There are no limitations but the ones you give yourself. You are capable of changing your world and achieving anything you desire. For you have the power within you to create the life you want to live. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are resilient. I am proud of who I'm becoming. I forgive myself for my past. I am creating a new future. I am attracting healthier relationships and new opportunities. Everything is unfolding exactly as it should. I am totally committed to improving my life. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. Of course, I'm Key and happy Wednesday. If you're listening, make sure you screenshot and tell me where you're listening from. I love hearing from y'all. Also, if you haven't rated and reviewed the show on Apple and Spotify, I would appreciate it if you do. That helps attract more people and it also helps us go up in the algorithm with shows that are similar to this one. So not only is it my favorite day of the week because I'm kind of biased and I like Wednesdays now, it's also December. So much has taken place in the year of 2022. Our mental health was tested. Our patience was tested. Everything was tested. But we are at the end of the year. And I'll say, I said we, I don't know exactly what y'all been going through. But this was a very trying year for key Lord have mercy. So this being the first episode of December, we are about to set some intentions. But first, I want to review with y'all how I actually write my personal intentions. So the first thing I do, the first step is I affirm only what I want. So you think of and write about what you want. The most common error people make when writing intentions is that they list everything that they don't want instead of focusing on what they actually want. So here's an example of what I mean. I no longer have debt. It's an affirmation which still includes a focus on debt. In your reality, substitute such affirmations with what you do want. For example, I owe nothing and I am financially free. Y'all, when you learn how impeccable your words are, you really, really 
start being more mindful of how you speak things and what you say to yourself. Okay, number two, you write it as if it's happening right now. The most common mistake that I see with people that do intentions is they write it in future tense. For example, I will be going to New York. Money will come. This way of writing keeps your intention in the future. Instead, write it as if the intention is already happening. For example, I am in New York. Money is here. I have more than enough money in my bank accounts. Now, I've seen a lot of errors with this particular thing because um, there's this viral post where people say, you know, I'm a millionaire. I just don't have my money yet. Um, That kind of contradicts itself when you say it like that. Just leave it as I'm a millionaire. The last part of that sentence is not necessary. Okay. Now, another thing that I do is I avoid using the words don't, can't, and not. The levels of consciousness you are working with tend to bypass the negative tense. So reframe your affirmation into something that you can do and that you do want. For example, when you write, today I don't think about a pink elephant. Your mind skips the don't and you are already thinking of a pink elephant. You are more effective if you write what you are thinking about that day to assist the manifestation of the progress. Now, I see that a lot. Online, like I, I see people putting can't and won't and don't in their affirmations um, when they say they mourn in affirmations. And it's an easy mistake to make, just like it's real easy to talk in the future sense. Like this is something that you have to like get comfortable doing over and over again. It was an episode that I did like one of my earlier shows. I wish I could remember the number, but right now um at a fog so I can't remember the exact number but I talked about how one of my breakups it was a breakup that I had about 10 years ago uh, one of my breakups it had like a real bad effect on my self-esteem because some of the things that were said between me and my ex he made me feel like I wasn't enough for him or for anybody based off of the verbiage that he used and so what I ended up doing was I would write notes and put them all over the house. And in this particular episode, I described it as the way Mary Jane did on Being Mary Jane. If you're familiar with that um, TV show, it's a TV show that had Gabrielle Union on there and it was on BET at one point. But I, it was on Hulu. I'm not sure if it's on TV now, um, if you can stream it now because it's a little old. But me and Mary Jane on there, she would write notes and they would be all over her house, like all over her house. So that's exactly where I got the idea. Hers were more so quotes that she wanted to recite to herself. But mine were like gentle reminders that I wanted to see all of the time. So I would put them like the mirror in the bathroom, like on the refrigerator, my cubicle at work, like places that I knew that I was going to go. I would have gentle reminders and those reminders. I would say things in the present tense, even though I did not believe them. So it would be, I am enough. I have enough. I'll always be enough. I am beautiful. And like I said, in this phase in my life, my self-esteem was really low. And I did not, I did not think I was attractive. I set alarms in my phone to go off periodically throughout the day. And those alarms will repeat the same things that my sticky notes were saying to me. And the more I saw it, 
the more I recited it, the more I read it, the more, you know, it stuck with me. And eventually I started believing it. And I didn't start believing these things overnight. And I'm not even going to sit here and tell you that I started believing these things in three to four months. It was a process of continuing to read and recite over and over again until my favorite affirmation ended up being I am enough. I'll always be enough. It ended up being that I am enough. I was enough. I'll always be enough. And it started being when I started the show. I don't know if y'all remember, but every episode was a different affirmation. Now, now it's still a different affirmation. Sometimes I switch them up and I do the same ones, but they're different. But in the beginning, in season one, I'll say season one. It, it was like year one. In year one, that I am enough affirmation was something that I made sure that I always said. It might have been in the beginning. It might have been in third person. It might have been at first, but I made sure that I included that one because I felt like that one was the hardest one for me to believe. And in a lot of cases, when I speak to other women or people that are healing in in general, excuse me, that's something that they always waver about not feeling enough or sufficient in what they have and what they got going on. So with intentions, it'll get easier to write them as time goes on. But you just really have to make sure that you do things the right way like you you need to make sure that it is in present tense you need to make sure that you don't use any words that actually make your intention null and void make sure that you don't say stuff like try because you're not trying to be enough you're already enough and also another thing when you write your intentions begin them with gratitude like already be thankful for you accepting the feeling that you are writing about and it'll happen. Now I did all that. It's time for us to actually set our intentions for December. I intend to lead by example. I'm leading by example. I am loved unconditionally. I stop taking things personally. I'm going to say this one one more time because I struggle with this particular thing. So I'm going to say this one more time because somebody listening may struggle with this as well. I stop taking things personally. Happiness comes naturally to me. I see the goodness around me. I am kind even under pressure. Now, I'm going to say that one again. I am kind, even under pressure. I make someone smile every day. I freely forgive others, but first I forgive myself. I make mindfulness an important part of each day. I suspend judgment and accept life as it is in this moment. This year, our biggest test was learning how to show grace, not just to others, because it's so many shows that, you know, tell you that you need to be patient. You know, you need to be kind to other people. You need to make sure that you look out for other people. And we hear that. And sometimes we hear it so often that it's easy for us to forget that we need to show that same grace 
to ourselves. We need to be more kind to ourselves. We need to forgive ourselves. And this year, I was... I was in the mirror a lot. Like I did a lot of shadow work. I did a lot of, oh, it was just, it was a lot. Last year I said the word of the year was accountability. This year I said the word of the year was boundaries. But even though the word of the year was boundaries, I'll be honest with you. Accountability still was one of those things that I had to go back to several times a day how someone treats me you know they treat you how they want to treat you I don't have I don't I'm not responsible for that but I am fully responsible for if I allow it to happen I am fully responsible if I continue a connection that is not healthy for me even though someone has already proven who they are and that that doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partnership I told y'all when I came back with the first episode when I came back I don't know if y'all remember and if you don't remember you can go listen to I'm back but I talked about how this year was harder for me because I lost a platonic friendship and I feel like we don't talk about that enough we don't talk about when friends break up I had to let go of someone that was in my life because her companionship reminded me of an abusive relationship that I had with someone like, uh, it, and, and let me break it down even more than that. Um, there were times where I felt the same feelings that I felt in an abusive relationship, like the way that we spoke to each other, the way that we it just wasn't healthy. And there's so many people online, you know, statuses, posts, tweets, whatever you use. I use everything. And they always talk about when romance ends. But they don't talk about <laughs> when platonic friendships end and how that could truly be, you know, detrimental. It could, it could be traumatic for you. I'm an only child, so I take friendship very seriously. So it was traumatic for me. So that was another thing that I had to grieve. And on top of that, I had someone that I was romantically involved with that I was also a friend to. And that, y'all, I did so many episodes on what happens when you cross the friendship line. <laughs> like I've, I've done so many, I've done so many episodes on this. And I'm going to tell you, like, with me, I had a conversation with my mom and I'm going to be honest with you. I told her because my mother, she's able to be friends with her exes. And I told her, I said, I don't know if I lack maturity. And I still, I still remember her face when I said it. It was like the accountability that I had when I said, I think I lack maturity. And that's why I'm not able to be friends with someone after we're not romantically involved anymore. It's not that the person did me so wrong. I just can't do it. And this year was just a year. But we, in the last month, it's almost over. Like, it's almost over. I'm going to share something with y'all that I actually did not. I'm looking at my notes right now, and I was not prepared to share this with y'all. But I'm I'm going to go ahead and do it this morning. 
I was talking to a friend and she's going through some life changes and she's so nervous. And as we were talking about it, I realized that this year was the first year that financially I did not have any help with my kids from their other families. And this, what I'm about to say, is not to bash anybody, but I feel like with Christmas coming up, it's some moms that need to hear what I'm about to say. Um, I'm used to not having help with my oldest child, but I'm not used to having zero help with my baby. And I lost two jobs this year. Y'all, like this year, <laughs> I just have to laugh. Like, this year tested me in ways that, I ain't never been tested before. And I just want to say that I am so thankful for my family because I'm an only child. And to be honest with you, I'm extremely spoiled. I understand. I understand that, you know, I am spoiled. And with that being said, it was times where if I didn't have my family, if I didn't have my mom, if if I didn't have my grandma, my aunties, like if I didn't have my uncle, like if I didn't have the support that I have at home, I don't know how I would have took care of my kids. And I posted something on Facebook, I think about a month ago, and it was about my business, like because, you know, I do social media management and social media strategy. That is a plug. You do what you want to do with that. But <laughs> I do have my own business. And I saw that somebody commented on my post. And she was like, keep doing what you're doing. You're so successful. And I logged out and I cried. Because the internet makes things look like. <laughs> I may look like I have it all together. But the internet makes things look so simple. And that's why you shouldn't get on there and compare yourself to people because you truly don't know what someone is going through behind closed doors. I wasn't working. I was working, but I'll be honest. I told y'all on the birthday blues, I was so irresponsible with my money last year to like everything that I was getting this year was paying debts from last year. So I'm just, I, I didn't mean to say all of this. I, just, I feel like somebody needs to hear this. So I was making money, but the money it was leaving as soon as I was making it because I was in debt. But I just want to say my kids didn't go without. They never were hungry. They had more than enough. They had more stuff this year than they did last year when I had steady employment. So to that mom that is stressed out about Christmas or to that mom that just, you know, don't know what to do. I just want to say that you're not the only person. And sometimes that comes off insensitive. I never get up here and say that somebody has it worse than you because your your trauma and your pain is valid. And I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say that we in this together and it's somebody else that is going through the same thing that you're going through. And I'm just thankful. So December, this show is special to me because we made it. 
when I didn't think that we were going to make it. I remember one day I said to my mama, I said, sometimes I just don't want to wake up. And when I said it to her, I saw the pain in her voice, but the, the pain in her face when I said it. But I felt like I needed to say it to her because nobody really knew how I felt because I get on the internet and I'm funny and I get online and I, I just, I just, I'm a burst of energy all the time until the point that nobody actually realized that I was extremely unhappy and stressed out. My, I have my own family members didn't know how stressed out I was. So we made it. We made it. We almost to the end of the year. We got what? We got three more weeks to go. And then we're going to see another year. And 2023 is going to be an amazing year, not just for me, but for everybody that continue to listen to the show. Even when I started crying, because I, I try not to do that. Ever since I cried on that live, I try not to do that. <laughs> I, try, I try my best not to do that. But um, like I said, I didn't prep to say that and my notes have been finished like I've read my notes I think I was finished 10 minutes ago but somebody somebody out there needed to hear this thank you for joining me for another episode of my curl speak with key to interact with the show on social media you can find me at mcs with key on all major platforms that's twitter tiktok and instagram to get to know me better personally, you can find me at The Diary of Key. Again, that's on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And to follow my blogs or get to know more about my um, my businesses or what I have going on with my organization, you can go to mycurlspeak.com. And to send a personal email, if you need to send an email and you want advice, you can email me at key.mycurlspeak.com. Until next week.